Good morning, this is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit, and I'm Jeff, he's John. John's a preacher's kid, I'm a preacher with kids, and together we'd like to get we'd like to sit around and talk about the Bible and current events and uh soon to be uh world hunger and <laughs> inflation and and uh World War Three and and Jesus coming and everything else. But anyway, meanwhile back in the ranch, um we uh we enjoy it. We'd like to get closer to God and and the only way to get closer to God is to study His Word. Uh, do, uh, we're going to have a prayer and then we'll get started. Dear Lord, thank You so much for this day and for each person that might listen to this podcast. Father, just open our hearts and minds up that we can receive Your message, Your Word, Lord, that we can glorify You. And we ask it all in Your Son's holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, Johnny. I don't think it's kind of odd that you brought up world hunger and all this other stuff. And so, you know, I, I don't think it's quite odd at all. <laughs> well, did you know that Russia is the leading country for exporting the stuff to make bread, wheat, and, yes. and all that kind of you stuff? Know the, you know, the Ukraine actually is the number, number two and number three possessor of raw uranium. Yes. Did you know that, uh, that in Revelation it talks about how much it's going to cost for, for a loaf of bread? Did you, did you, wait a minute now, let's go biblical here. Did you know that how much barley yeah. Ukraine produces? Yeah. Barley. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, nuclear power plants. It just goes on and on and on. Putin wants to get all of that, and he's getting it back in, under the guise of the Roman people. I mean, yeah. the, uh, the people that, Russian. That, that are a lot younger than you and I don't remember when Russia was was big and they were starting to divide Russia up. The USSR, United States, Mr. Putin, so, tear down was, that wall. Yeah, it was a, it was a Soviet. Gorbachev. 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 Tear down that wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the Soviet Union was a huge place, and when they started doing that, man, there was lines of people, mm-hmm. and they and and they couldn't afford food, man. Mm-hmm. They couldn't afford it, and I thought, man, I, I just hope it don't ever happen here. They, they, you know. Well, speaking of that wall, where was that wall at? It, it divided Germany, east and west Germany, it's Berlin. Yep. So now, who who is the one to heaven that that that, that past administration stopped stopped the pipeline coming into Germany? Which now Germany, the pipeline's been completed, natural gas pipeline's been completed to Germany, which makes Germany, who is a member of NATO, completely reliant on a non-NATO member. Mm-hmm. Who did that? We're not going to say. <laughs> but we will say who got the pipeline completed, who removed that sanction and got that pipeline completed. Who was that? Poor Joe. He's not the same guy that shut heart. down the pipeline in the United States. So that yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, enough of that. Well, here's the thing. All of, all of that comes into exactly what, I mean, it just, Jeff, you know how sometimes God orders things. And he brings things into our lives at a certain time. And I've been noticing this over the past many, many years, how there's a thought process will come across my mind or you and I'll start talking about something. Well, the next thing you know, it's coming up on, on conservative political, conservative Christian 
it's coming out in sermons. I'll hear the same thing of three different sermons from three different things. And, and you and I have been talking about those same things. Mm-hmm. They have no idea because they're off some California, or Michigan, or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. But it just—it's—it's it's always funny that it always comes back to the same subject. It's like the same voice is speaking amongst us all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's funny you should start that. Funny okay. she would. We we should because I came across this and I was reading. I'm gonna read some of this too. But. It, we it, and we've talked about church, how how our church and how we fail to add not Ridge Chapel Church, but as the church, you know, the mm-hmm. whole body. Mm-hmm. We've talked mm-hmm. about how we we fail really to understand what the gospel is, mm-hmm. why we need the gospel, mm-hmm. how to deliver the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've in, got into all this eschatology and all this this. This psychology and philosophy, and, and we've touched all of these bases here, but one that we haven't talked about is what is the lie that we're in the midst of right now that's been presented? Mm-hmm. And that lie started back in the garden. And what was that lie? You'll be like God. <laughs> you'll be like God. Mm-hmm. Just eat the fruit, you'll be like God. God said, don't eat the fruit because you'll be like me. Knowing good and evil. Well, actually, God said, um, and and the devil only told a half truth. See, God knew good and evil, mm-hmm. and God is good, mm-hmm. and God knew good and evil. So we 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 only change to be like Him in the sense that we know the good and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let me let me go ahead and read scripture, okay? Because mm-hmm. I want to keep this scriptural. Genesis 3, 5, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, mm-hmm. knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. All right? That's, That's the same sin that goes on today. It's the, the same Mormon sin church, that goes on today. The Mormon church says that, that, that when we leave this world, if you're a Mormon, then you'll go and be a god of another world. Mm-hmm. And um, and what do we what do we see being established <laughs> now? We hadn't found that other world yet. What do we see being established over there? He wants his kingdom back. Mm-hmm. He wants his rule, his authority. Well, you see the same thing going, and, and I'm, I'm doing this on a global sense because that's what we're being dragged into is this globalism. Do a study on Gog and Magog. This one world government that we're being sucked right into. Mm-hmm. Everybody worried about the vaccine, and they don't even realize that, that the banking industry is a one world government right now. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and this COVID thing has been used to bring it out. Mm-hmm. Why? Because... Oh, we're out of change. We don't have change. Unless you've got exact change, you can't do this. Oh, by the way, the banks are shut down, so we can't get cash. Well, guess what you do? You use that chip on that card, right? Mm-hmm. Get anything you want. Mm-hmm. If it's on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Now, why is it not on the shelves? Because we, we've been absorbed into this global economy. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're no longer independent. Mm-hmm. Which is what the rest of the world hated about America is because we were so arrogant. Because why? We were self-dependent. We, we did, it, it was mm-hmm. us. We didn't need anybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what we do now? We need everybody else. Why? Because of these cell phones and all this electronics and all this stuff that we're using everything from all these other countries that we've got addicted to. Mm-hmm. Now, 
this is what this this is one of the things that happened is the the the, the people that are in power now have allowed us to be absorbed into that. Mm-hmm. And how does that affect us as Christians? What has happened is we have believed the lie. All right, and this goes back. Now I'm not a huge Trump fan. I'm not I thought he, I'm I, not either. I I thought he did a couple of good. He did some good things. I thought he 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 was he just didn't know how to keep his mouth shut. But one thing he said that I agreed on is he said, they're coming after you. Mm -hmm. I'm just in their way. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. Absolutely. Anybody that gets in their way, they will just, they will destroy. All right. We're coming to that, okay? Let me me read on down here. I mean, I'm not going to read all this, okay? All right. When you listen, and this, you know, as long as you've been knowing me, this is one of the things that I have just, it's just galled in my, my, my thinking mm-hmm. about this positive thinking movement, this humanistic movement, this mm-hmm. establish yourself. All right, let me, I'm going to read this to you, and let me tell you, just tell me what it sounds like. All right. But within the human makeup, there's a desire that if only we could have complete control of everything. <laughs> Wait. No. That if only we could be our own God. And that appeals to the human mind, doesn't it? To be like God. To have control. When you, right? yeah, when you, you finish, I'm going to blow everybody's mind. All right. You can be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have whatever you want to have. Mm-hmm. Just think it within your heart, and if you think it and you dwell on it long enough and you motivate yourself hard enough, then you can literally believe, be your own God. Do we not see this in our sports? Do we not see this in our governments? Do we not see this in everything we go? What is it is one human being wants to have authority and control, number one, over another. Why? So he can control things himself and set himself up. Isn't that just pure humanism right there? Yes. Well, you ready for me to blow your mind? Well, but, I mean, I, I agree totally with you, and that's, and that's not the correct way of thinking. Plus the fact that, you know, there's certain people out there that want to be certain things, and they're never going to achieve those goals because they're not, it's not, designed, they're not designed that way. Um, if I wanted to be a doctor, I'm just not going to be a doctor because that's just... Got my hand up. You know, I, I don't... Anyway, I, I know how to field dress a deer, but I don't know what the parts are. Anyway, let me blow your mind, Johnny. Remember, right. remember back in the Garden of Eden we was talking about just a minute ago? That, that won't be a hard wind. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> go, go, but, but go ahead. The devil says to, to Eve, if you eat of the fruit, you'll be as the gods that know good and evil. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? I'm ready. Come on. When God created them, he created them with the understanding of knowing what was right and wrong already. Yeah. They knew it. They knew it. They just didn't know that they knew it mm-hmm. the way they know it. In other words, mm-hmm. you ready for all this? Mm-hmm. Before the fall, they were righteous and they knew mm-hmm. that eating of the fruit was wrong. They knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. They had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't know good and evil before they the fall mm-hmm. I mean after the fall they knew they knew right from wrong before the fall they understood that 
They also understood, if you think about this, what the Scriptures say, they were naked and they were not ashamed. Right. Why? Because they knew the purity that God had created. Yes. That's the difference. They knew right from wrong. They didn't understand the wrong aspect. Mm -hmm. And when they... And that's what it was. See, the devil lies to you. That's what it was. See, they had authority over everything, John. Mm -hmm. They did. They gave up their authority over everything. They they surrendered. To to, to try to get the authority over everything, they gave up their authority. They were closer to God at that point than they were the day after. Do you understand? I do. I mean, they they were in the garden talking to God, walking with God every day. How do you become closer to God? And how do you become... And you're righteous. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you take that step of, of disobedience and now you fall to try to gain what you already had. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then they gave all that up. They just gave it away. So they don't have that anymore. And, 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 and now we don't have that. What was the purpose? What was the, the ultimate goal of that? That Satan wanted to take everything that God had created and flip it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to flip it. Yep. He wanted to make everything that God had made His own. As Christians today, it's the same thing. We're not righteous. We're born into sin. And we become Christians through faith and salvation, eternal, you know, God's grace. Paul says we have to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. Mm-hmm. And we have to believe that. And that, that faith, and like it says in Ephesians, mm-hmm. gives us eternal salvation. And, 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 and not only eternal salvation, but eternal security in that salvation through God's grace and our faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when we do that, then all of our sins, according to Paul, have been washed away and clean, and mm-hmm. we're cleansed from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at that point, we're as close to God as we can get. Mm-hmm. It's when we start making mistakes that we get farther from God. This is honest to goodness. This is this is the, the message for the today in the sermon. Again. Kid you not, because Peter, and if you look at Peter, the disciples were looking for Christ, mm-hmm. and then they found him. Mm-hmm. They found the Messiah, and then as they walked with him, they learned and all that. But they they were not ready. And then you look at what Peter did. Uh, they were arguing over who was going to be mm-hmm. the top dog in heaven, mm-hmm. and Jesus says, "Hey." Uh, the the least is the most, and the most is the least. Basically, then they go from there. He goes, Simon, the devil wishes to sift you as wheat. I'm ready to die for you, Jesus. Then he goes from there to sleeping in the garden of Gethsemane while Jesus. And this is what we do: we're close to, we're right next to God, and then we sleep. And then, as, when he gets arrested, we we try to fight about it. Do it with not following what God wants us to do. And then, then, but you see, as, they got, as he got trailed away, Peter got farther and farther away from him and what until is, he denied him three times. Exactly. And what does that go back to? Got, that Peter's trying to establish himself in his authority. Instead of being... And trying to make things right. go the way he wants it to go. Now here's the instead thing. Instead of submitting to what God Jesus told Peter, said, 
I pray that your faith does not fail you. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the other side, strengthen your brother. Strengthen your brother. In other words, get once you get back and repent and get back close to me, mm-hmm. use this stuff to strengthen your brother so that they don't fall away. Use so, the experience that you went through. Yes. Use the fall. Use everything about you, the mistakes that you've made. To strengthen to us, strengthen to get them to go, us. hey, look, I've been there. It just didn't work. You can fall. You can do this. This, But the whole point is, while we're close to God, we're close to God. And it's decisions that we make mm-hmm. that separate us from God. Because mm-hmm. John was right there at the cross. Mm-hmm. And Peter wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a reason. It, and we've, listen, we've taken, we've taken Scripture too. And and we've philosophized it. Is that a word? Mm, yeah, it is now. Okay. We we've used philosophy, and we've used we've mixed, we've mingled, we've perverted the gospel and what's been put in here, and mm-hmm. and we've taken man's teachings and mingled this stuff mm-hmm. together. Yep. And and I'm I'm afraid the difference that you and I have that we hadn't got into about repentance. Mm-hmm. It's not merely a changing of your mind and turning around and going the other way. Why? Correct. Because we can correct ourselves to a certain degree. Yes. We can quit being alcoholics. Mm-hmm. We can decide that we don't want to, be, to get to the point that we don't want to do drugs anymore. We're just Correct. not going to do it. We can use our own will to overcome a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But we cannot use our own will to ever overcome everything. Correct. these things. We cannot use our own will to set ourselves right with God. We can't osmose ourselves by thinking into God. I'm a firm believer, and I, this may be where we stand apart. I'm a firm believer that you can't repent without knowing Jesus as your Savior. Absolutely. You can. You can. Absolutely. You can better yourself. You can better in a yourself. Moral value and a financial value, mm-hmm. and but you cannot. Repent without Christ. Absolutely. As you're saying. Absolutely not. You, you first have to have faith. You cannot do that. And the reason why I say this is because he doesn't... The, 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 when Paul was in prison in, in the, at midnight and, the, and they were singing and, and uh, the, the earthquake came and the jail opened up and the jailer was about to kill himself and he goes, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, we're still here. Don't do all that. Mm-hmm. See, the jailer didn't repent. The jailer found Christ. Exactly. And that changed exactly. the jailer. And, and, and that's, that's that difference, that flip from one side of the cross mm-hmm. to the other side of the cross. Mm-hmm. That's that flip that comes from that death and that burial into that resurrection. Yeah. Now, all of, all of that that came up to, to the cross... The four Gospels were written before the cross, basically, Mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. It was not until after the cross, after they received the resurrection, that the Holy Spirit could actually come into another human being. That's right. That's when that rebirth comes in. That's where that regeneration Mm -hmm. comes in. That's when that ability... And and this is where the, the, the... the mistake has been made about modern day, and I call it modern day repentance. It's where you come down front, you, you say the prayer, you're now saved, now you got to repent. Well, how are you going to repent when you don't know what repenting is, when you're still on the throne of your own life? Jeff, I've repented for the last 25 years. You know, 
You, I think there's a multifaceted thing there. Um, you can't truly repent until there's a change on the inside. Right, right. And I think that the repentance comes when you talk about repent is people leave that out. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. People leave out the word repentance when it talks about salvation. They, they, but you cannot have salvation. Now this is where you, this is going to be confusing. You cannot have salvation without repentance because repentance, salvation brings on repentance. But you, it does. It does. But that, you cannot repent without salvation because you have to have salvation. For repentance, however, so there's a there's a double avenue of repentance here. Well, here's the which, thing, which goes back to the biblical thing that Paul lays out about first comes the natural, then comes the spiritual. Yes, you have to realize in your mind that there's something wrong. First mm-hmm. off, that's that admitting that you're a sinner. For all of sin comes short of the glory of God. Yeah, everybody has has to know they were sinners. Then, then the repentance. And the spirit comes after that. Mm-hmm. That's where that change in the mind comes in. Mm-hmm. That the, the true repentance, the soul repentance, the spirit internal repentance comes when you realize that in that salvation, what the goodness of God is. Yes, that's what Paul's talking about in Romans uh, in the second chapter of Romans when mm-hmm. he says that we as human beings don't realize the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. When we come to realize that goodness and what that goodness is, is that grace that He applied mm-hmm. back here in the garden. Yes. I, that out of nothing that they did, they were made righteous. Mm-hmm. They received a, an inheritance in Him again. Mm-hmm. They were restored. They had to suffer the consequences. Yes. The curse, that was the curse. The consequences mm-hmm. was the recurse. But yet they still had the the privilege to where they could still commune with God to a degree. Yes. Why? Because God had laid this plan out and nothing's going to interfere with that plan. Right. It's going to be perfectly executed all mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you say that Adam and Eve repented? <sighs> they were created righteous, so they fell. And at the fall, when... when and and that it doesn't go into details on this, so you you know you just have to make a lot of assumptions. But the fact that that Cain and Abel were sacrificing to the Lord that means in their minds they knew something. Yes, they had been taught to sacrifice mm-hmm. for the and and that's where Cain wanted to continue the worldly way of. This is what I've done. This is what I've done. This is my stuff. Look what I've done. This is a sacrifice. So on the surface, it looks good. It's the first and the best of everything I've done. But it's my way, not God's way. Which which goes back to the true repentance comes because God told him, "What did he tell? Sin is at your door, Mm -hmm. and it wishes to have dominion over you." But if you come and submit yourself mm-hmm. to this sacrifice, mm-hmm. then everything will be all right. And, and I'm, you know, I, I use that very glibly. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's exactly what I mean. They were doing that. They they did that, and they had to continue to do that because there was not that a sacrifice, and it was mm-hmm. it was really symbolic of what Jesus was going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why they did it—the symbolism for what Jesus was going to do. Now Jesus has done it, 
don't you don't have to do the symbolic. Mm-hmm. So, well, it, they were looking ahead. We're looking behind. But it's also it is a twofold kind of repentance, in my opinion, in the fact that you have to change your mind. There, there, has, there has to be a God to change your heart. There has to be a natural, natural man recognition of the fact something's wrong. Yes. And that's because, see, when you talk about repentance in, in, in a church, when you talk about repentance, you're, everybody means one main thing, and it's, it's your repenting of your way of life, of sinful, your sinful nature. But that's, you can't do that. You cannot walk away from your sinful no, nature. No, you cannot walk away from your God sinful nature. God has to lead you, you away from that. You cannot do that. Here's the thing. The, the, you, once you become aware that, that, you're, that, that you're not perfect, that, that you need God, that's when you can let God, you know, you, you have faith in Him. You let Him work in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I don't have the same desires that I used to have. And the closer I get to God, the more my desires change. But it has more to do with how God is developing me more than it is how I'm developing me. All right, here's, here's, and, and that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. What, what in that is happening to you on the inside? You are submitting more of your will to God. To God. Your internal functioning your thought processes. You are submitting everything within you. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, it happens over a period of years. Mm-hmm. Some people, I've seen it go, complete change. Mm-hmm. Well, here, let me, let, me, let, me, let me drop back on that because I, I believe there's no complete change. I believe that there's... All right, when I say complete change... I'm talking about the alcoholic that comes to Christ. Okay, see, I'm this talking is about a, the adulterer that comes. The yes. guy was a sex addiction. Yes, the complete change that comes in that thought process and that motivational right. drive from right. within that person. I, and I've seen it, Jeff. I was I've talking, seen it. I was talking to a guy that said, he said, the day I received Christ as my Savior, he said I didn't want cigarettes, alcohol, didn't want anything like that again. Mm-hmm. And I said that's dynamic. Mm-hmm. This is a buddy of mine talking to me now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, that's awesome. He said, but we were talking and I said, I told him, I said, my my problem isn't the same as everybody else's. I said, I, I don't care anything about, you know, I, I quit drinking, you know, based on my testimony. and But mm-hmm. I said, my, my main reason for stopping, to, stopping drinking had more to do with the fact that I did not want alcohol to control me than anything else. And the more you gave up yourself, yeah, the more that desire and that pull left you. But here's the thing. I said, you know, I've dealt with anger issues my whole whole life. And and that's what this guy said. He goes, man, immediately I gave up cigarettes and alcohol and all this other stuff. He said, didn't want it, don't desire it, don't want it. He said, but I fought anger issues and all this other stuff. So here's what I'm looking at. When when somebody says, when you say something immediate, yeah, the physical that you can see mm-hmm. oftentimes is immediate because it's visible to others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, the stuff that is not visible to others usually takes a lifetime. Mm-hmm. 
Like you'll never, you'll never arrive. That that repentance is continuously working on you. And, and I feel like that's one of the things Paul says when I die daily. That's not. That's part of that sanctification process that we go through. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle stubborn, stubborn as a mute. Mm-hmm. He's going to show you that no matter what situation, and and, and I, I kind of had the same deal. Okay, there's nothing that I can't if if I stew on it long enough that I can't get out of, mm-hmm. or I can't fix, mm-hmm. or I can't get out. You know, you, you see that thought process when he got saved. All right, and when I when I say getting saved, I'm talking about believing the gospel. In what is that gospel? Laid out plain in in First Corinthians fifteen one through four. Mm-hmm. Christ came to earth. He died, was buried, and he rose again. Mm-hmm. It's a gospel, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, and, and, and we're going to get into that later. But when he got saved, all that was gone. That was the coolest, calmest, most laid-back individual. And it, it was something that came from within him that changed from within him. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that he didn't have other faults that didn't come up? No, no. There were other things that came up. But that the, the core issue, the thing that was controlling him was that drive. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a more patient man after that, after that point. Well, you look at Paul. Paul, when he changed, he said... I, he said I was I was uh, the best at doing things against the church. I was a, I was a Pharisee of Pharisees. Yes, and now and then when he re, when he received Christ and God changed him, mm-hmm. you know it didn't say it, it didn't, didn't say, say that, Paul changed. It didn't say that Paul decided amongst himself that he was going to do better and he mm-hmm. and he worked at it when the when when he received Christ those the, those scales fell off his eyes mm-hmm. and i believe i believe that that's kind of to help show us that that when we receive christ i know this is just like a little little bitty tidbit of a thing but when we receive christ we can see more clearly mm-hmm. what's good and evil and what we're what we've been caught up in mm-hmm. that we don't want to be caught up in anymore we can see the evil that that others can't see and, and and with that, I also believe is 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 multifaceted because it says he received, and it, it shows how the change of how God will change you when you receive Him as your Savior. When you genuinely receive, yes, him. yeah, you. But see now, see that's where you and I differ because I don't think you can receive Him less than genuinely. Like I don't feel like I, I no no you can know who God is. James says you can know the, the devil you know there's one God, God and, and you do well. The, the devil knows and trembles, I, but you can't receive Jesus as your Savior and uh, part of the way. It's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Either you are you are full in or you're not full in. And if you're not full in, what you tend to be doing is doing it on a physical level, not a spiritual level. And you are just see that's you keep saying genuinely, and I'm like, there's well, no other way but complete. Right, let, it's either you are or you are not. There's right, no let, there's let me, no let me fence clarify that. Okay, strata. How many of the people that came down at a Billy Graham concert actually received Jesus and came down and prayed the prayer, made a confession, wrote the name down, and threw on the Bible? I don't know. How, how many of the people that any of the revivals that you've ever been involved in that you saw come down front, prayed a prayer, 
got to, you know, okay, you're, you're, okay, write it down in your Bible now. This day is when you've received Jesus. Mm-hmm. How many of those people actually believed what they did? What they were believing in was a, was a point in time that they came to and followed a process mm-hmm. and followed a procedure and followed an order. Followed but, a, 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 but they either received Jesus or they didn't. That's exactly what I'm talking about. When did they when did they actually receive Jesus? The moment they believed the gospel that Christ came, he died for their sins and he rose again. Right. But not followed the procedure. Right. You were saved. You were saved before you stepped out of, of that bench. Mhm. You were saved then. Mm-hmm. You were saved before that happened. Mm-hmm. When were you saved? When you believed it. Mhm. Not when you made the confession. Not when you made the profession. Not when you stood. You were saved before you got to that point. What happened after that point was merely a confirmation and a public admittance of that. I'll go one better and even stronger. I believed way before I was... But I I believed and believed and believed when I was younger than when I actually received. But in my belief, I could not step up so that I was just like the rich young ruler that came in and said, I want to follow you. Oh, I followed the Ten Commandments. We'll sell everything you got and give it to the poor. And the guy dropped his head and walked away. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any possessions, don't get me wrong, but I was not willing to give up what was that, controlling me. That's where that repentance comes in. Right. But here's the thing. Repentance is releasing. Actually, the, when you go back and you look at, at the meaning of the word repentance in the Old Testament, it was an actual vomiting out of all of your self-control. Because you, you, you look at how many times the children of Israel strayed from God. What was that complete, that complete committance back to Him? Yeah. Was completely turning away from all of those ways. Well, see, my thing was, is I was completely, I completely believed in God, and I knew not. Don't even think about the process, because at one time I wasn't, I didn't know, I didn't understand the process, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I understood, I understood that you received Jesus as your Savior. I know, and we'll we'll end with this. But I was not willing to give up. The what did control me to allow God to control me, which is what that and that's, what goes back. That's to that where line that we yeah. still want to be in so, control. But at that point, I was I believed, but I wasn't a Christian. I was not a child of God. It, it came when I said, "Okay, I'll submit myself to you," mm-hmm. and that's when I received Him. So it's, it's it's you either receive Him or you don't receive Him. You either know and believe Him, but uh, you but. Not receive, or you know, believe, and you receive. It's just as simple as that, and that's my opinion. I, that's the problem is we got too many people that that go in there. Yeah, because I said my opinion doesn't really my opinion doesn't really matter. But I feel like you got too many people going in saying, "Well, this is way, this is the way we're, you know, you got to do this." And if you go down front and you and you stand up and say I'm a Christian, then you're a Christian, no matter what you do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and you're believing in the process, yeah. not in what's actually yeah. transpired. All right, we got to cut this off. Hope so. uh, Father, thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to share this. Lord, I just ask that, that 
somehow, some way mm-hmm. that we can see you in everything we do. Father, go with us through this week. Keep our hearts and our minds focused on you in Christ's name. Amen. Mm-hmm.